Robots Radio presents... Today's chat is brought to you by, well, all of your support. Through the patronage you provide the Focus Fire chat team through Podbean's crowdfunding, we are able to provide you with the weekly podcast as well as the website and other aspects of Focus Fire chat. If you have any interest in becoming a patron of the FFC, please be sure to visit our website and click on the support link. Even a single dollar helps, and for those of you who are already patrons, thank you again for your generosity. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat. Explore together. Welcome to Focus Fire Chat, recorded live on October 30th, 2020, over on twitch.tv slash focusfirechat, as we continue our discussion over the new element stasis. This particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the advanced session of the week's exploration, so congratulations to those who've signed up for a deeper dive. Before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86 I am apparently still the Otter Mom. Hey, it's Orchid. You're you will always be the Otter Mom. I yeah, or and the, I my tummy is still full queen? of waffles. <laughs> the waffle, the waffle queen, waffle Otter Mom, waffle queen Otter Mom. Yeah. <laughs> and last but definitely not the least in the hot seat as guest co-host, we have our good friend Tanya Imber. Tanya, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Now, oh. uh, chat chat is off on a tangent about having what music they would like their ghosts to to blast while we play. You no, know, we have Sassy just wanting the ghost to open a different game at this point. Oh yeah, <laughs> open the division. Oh my gosh. Oh man. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually going to. Uh, well, actually, I have a couple of announcements, but then I'm gonna turn it over to Orchid to explain these mechanics because. She knows these things better than I do. She she you understands. Say this, but no, I mean, no, no, that's no. Not true. She no. understands these things better than I do because a orchid actually plays the game with a with a strategy. And I love Since I love I the confu- crucible, and then I'm dragged around by Australians who tell me what to do. That's a strategy. That's not playing. That they have the strategy. <laughs> they just tell me what mods to put on and where to stand. Where to stand? And what to shoot? <laughs> That's oh, how I play well, the game. So real I, quick, I, other t- other people tell me how to play the game. I am just along for the ride. So real quick, uh, before we jump in, just a general reminder: please uh, give the lorenetwork.com a look see. Uh, let us know if there's anything that we don't have over there that you would like us to put up there. Um, mostly, I would be curious on your input on the weekly lore roundups that we do, as well as the Destiny Armory defined articles. Those are our big things right now that we're doing every week um on top of that if you guys have a spare moment or a couple minutes to spare for us we would love to hear your thoughts and your reviews and a rating over on itunes for both the focus fire chat as well as the destiny lore audio file uh that is green's project which is basically taking the lore books that we all are talking about right now and turning them into an audiobook format but with all that being said orchid go Orchid, I choose you. Oh, no. We're in trouble, guys. (laughs) Oh, no. We're troubled now. I am driving, guys. This is going to go downhill so quickly. The wheels are coming off. Guys, I've been on the spot, what, three weeks now, Blue? Yep, you're in charge. Go. Guys, welcome to the final episode of Focus Fire Chat. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just drive us into a brick wall. We're going to explode into flames. 
So I'm going to talk about the customization options because this is apparently the one thing I know how to do, which is put mods on stuff. Because mm-hmm. this is what Blue has decided my function is, is to customize things. A customizable, if Vero is around, <laughs> to say things. Yep. Oh, Orchid is your favorite. Oh, thank you, Vero. <laughs> so um, the aspects and fragments will allow more layers in the customization of abilities like grenades, um, movement modes, class abilities, etc. So it's going to make doing stuff a lot easier. So the aspects um, are actually going to be physical items in the world, which uh, you can slot um, to offer actual new abilities, um, also with other effects. So you can get, there are a couple examples that we have. So you can get like crystallized Vex Conflux or a robotic fallen arm or something called a shatter drive. <laughs> Do you want to say what a shatter drive is, Blue? Because you wrote notes here. Shatter dive. So the shatter dive <laughs> is a frozen screen. It's this is the the basically the flavor text that we have for I it. I just wanted to hear you say shatter drive. Shatter dive. Um, it's a frozen scream trapped in a gemstone. The recognition of a great and terrible truth. You descend upon your enemies with the enormity of the dark, because you use a shatter dive. Oh my god, why? Uh, we also have Tectonic Harvest, um, which apparently is a petrified grip grasping for something once held but now lost. Your hands create power from nothing, which is against the laws of physics. That's cool. Yeah, causality. Don't like that. You can't create power from nothing. It has to come from somewhere. That makes me uncomfortable. Listen to um, they're also subclass specific, so that's interesting so we're gonna have a bunch of stuff to find i have cat hair up my nose all right the other one are fragments which are physical items which are able to be discovered and applied to aspects so you need the aspects to apply the fragments to because bungie loves complicated systems um so you have there to offer additional passive perks such as stat bonuses that may come with penalties so they sound a lot like um like warmind mods or stacks on stacks for like for extra light mods or stuff like that so charged with light mods is kind of what they sound like to me so examples sound like whisper of bonds whisper of durance so they're whisper of hedrons whisper of refraction um they're class agnostic so it does not matter what class you have they work for everything you gotta whisper them whisper upon Whisper, 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 whisper of refraction. Definition of paracausality, physics is optional. (laughs) Stasis ASMR. (laughs) Oregon would fail at Hogwarts. (laughs) I have a Slytherin. Have you not seen my Slytherin groves? Excuse you, Black Flag. Orchid would not be in Ravenclaw. No, I would be in the good, the the good one. (laughs) The good one. Yeah, and uh, Sapphire Sunset is is also calling out aspects are subclass specific and fragments are class agnostic. Yeah. And even with these people. All right. So let's get into some of the grenade abilities since grenades are my favorite thing. These are also agnostic. Are they agnostic? They are agnostic. They are class agnostic. They don't believe in any particular class. 
Oh, okay, that's good. They're open to all classes. They're open to all classes. <laughs> all possibilities. Yeah, all possibilities. They don't. They don't believe in one particular class. <laughs> they don't. They do not adhere to a particular class. No. Right. Okay. <laughs> all three options will show the capability of Stasis to change the way Guardians fight. So it introduces kind of the ability to create a new geometry to the overall world around them. God, blue purple prose sir so we have three kinds of grenades we have a glacier grenade a cold snap grenade and a dusk field grenade the glacier grenade apparently upon contact with the ground a wall of stasis crystals instantly bursts from the earth and nearby enemies are frozen frozen inside stasis crystal these grenades have multiple uses from encasing enemies to creating cover so when destroyed, the crystals will create area of effect burst damage to nearby enemies. So what do you think these could be actually be used for in the game? Exploration. Yes. Just uh, pretty sure there's going to be some stuff that you're only going to be able to get to if you have, or at least get to easier if you have one of those barrier walls that you can put up against uh, something. But, you know, the other thing they're going to be really great for is um, when you're in a boss battle and we determine that rockets are going to be the best thing to take oh, down the boss. No, no, there. no. Yeah, I'm, that's what I was... No, I know, I see geez. where you're going and I like... Continue your oh. thought. I like where you're going with this. Whether on purpose or by accident. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fraggle does this mm-hmm. all the time. Who put a bubble up? Everyone put a bubble up, Fraggle. You don't I had fire the, the shield equipped. Yeah, you don't fire the rocket inside the bubble. Oh, rockets are due for a comeback, man. Uh, they said they're they said they're gonna work on them in the future. So. <laughs> Whatever that means. So cold. We'll get snap. them eventually. What about so that cold snap? <laughs> so that that's that's what I think that those are are going to be the best. These are going to be cool. Yeah, these are going to be cool grenades. So let's go to the next one, the cold snap grenades. So these say, upon impact with the ground or an enemy, this grenade unleashes a wave of stasis energy that races along the ground in the direction of the closest nearby enemy, freezing them and then searching out the next nearby foe. You can freeze up to three enemies with a sne- with a single cold snap grenade. Yeah, that was so, one of the ones that they had in the trailer, and it looked pretty cool. Yeah, it looks really cool. It looks like it'll be good for, you know, trash mobs and mm-hmm. be really rude in, you know, control in the crucible. Well, talk about control oh, yeah, in sure. the crucible with that glacier grenade. You have uh, a choke gra- point. You have a choke point close. that's going to you can create a mm-hmm. kill box real quick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just think of it in like some a map like Midtown that has, you know, small Basically, um, has small choke points. the people who are using glacier grenades in Crucible are the Maze, the people who play May in Overwatch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Black Flag. Yeah. <laughs> Black Flag. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> yep. Yep. You guys. And we all know absolutely. May is actually the bad guy. Nope. She killed her team. Uh, a, she killed her team. <laughs> Uh, earlier uh, segment is how to debate your rocket wielding teammate. <laughs> so Duskfield. Duskfield, yeah. 
dust field grenades create powerful stasis fields that suck enemies into them when forming. Mm. When an enemy is caught inside, they'll be slowed and, if unable to make it out in time, frozen in place. Gross. (laughs) I would like to remind us um, that all the grenades are rated E for everyone. Yep. <laughs> Let it go. Great, great suck. <laughs> so these these sound like they're basically like a a weird form of a tether. Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, that'll be interesting because I can see yeah. all of these what? being used. I think that was what Chat was saying earlier too. Like this is all about changing up the strategy of the the, mm-hmm. the area more than you know just aggressive combat this is actually going to force people to think about how to get around these these new obstacles <laughs> black flag it's better than tether you can walk out of a tether this is true this is true uh do you ever play um titanfall 2 mm-hmm. no <gasps> there the uh, the dusk field grenade sounds a lot like um, there's that one grenade where you can suck things into, mm-hmm. and uh, those could be a lot of fun or annoying depending on what side of the grenade you're on. Yeah, that's yeah, that is a very true statement. But now that we got the grenades out of the way, I want we'll take a, a quick ad break real here. And then we're going to jump into, I want to talk about the different subclasses and the way that they kind of take the concept of stasis and kind of make it their own. So we'll be right back after that. Hey, Guardians. We are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you starside. And since uh, we have Orchid leading the charge here, we're going to do Warlocks first. In your face. So Shadebinder, what what do we, what are your thoughts on Shadebinder Orchid? Are they pretty cool? I mean, this is like I've all I've wanted is to be a space mage, and now I finally have like the space mage like hey, staff. You get a wizard staff. <laughs> I finally have the wizard staff, so like my little like you know space mage heart is complete because now I can just run around with my wizard staff. And just be complete. Do you have a wizard hat, though? Do you know one? How do you think? Do you think I don't wear one when I sit in my room and play video games by myself, Blue? I cast magic missile at the darkness. You're a wizard, Orchid. Orchid gets to be Gandalf. Orchid wishes she was Gandalf. (laughs) My beard would be majestic. It'd be so long and flowing and white. Anyway, so Shadefinder subclass warlocks, um, they are masters of destruction. They launch projectiles, freeze enemies, uh, they shatter them. Uh, Shadefinder ensues, no foe is left standing. So apparently the fantasy shorthand for the warlock Shadebinder established early on is Ace Wizard. 
you know I'm on board if it's Ice Wizard. <laughs> but it's not ice, it's Cosmic Ice. So Cosmic mm-hmm. Ice Wizard. Cosmic Ice Wizard. It just makes Even it better, sound, really. yeah, it's about to say, mm-hmm. makes it add a little bit of that fabulous flair to it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so the super ability, there is Winter's Wrath. Um, which is harnessing the power of the darkness to summon a stasis staff, which is my favorite. <laughs> you can do a shatter shockwave. You're laughing at me, but I really just want that stasis staff, okay? It's real dumb sounding. Why would you name it that? There's so many get things better... I want to say, but this is get a family-friendly better... <laughs> family friendly podcast. I, I know. <laughs> there are, I, there are, are so are many sure? things I want to say to you. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is for me to hold myself back like this? The chat knows. Shatter shockwave. Chat knows how hard this is. So let's talk about that's detonating what, the crystal on your that's staff. That's what she said. The shade binder detonates the crystal on their staff, creating a devastating shockwave that shatters all nearby frozen enemies. So that takes the idea that someone needs to use a grenade first to freeze your enemies. So either you yourself need to freeze them or another fire team member needs to freeze them. So then you can use your shatter shockwave. So you really need it. The whole idea of this is that you need to work together with your teammates to be able to use the super or it's not going to be useful at all is kind of what I got out of it. Takes two to tango. And then, yeah. It takes two to tango. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Blue, I want to use this stasis staff. Do you want to help me here? Shit. <laughs> takes two to tango. <laughs> it's better than ice rod. So about that penumbral blast. Now that orchid's what? completely broken. <laughs> So the penumbral blast <laughs> takes the <laughs> takes the stasis staff for the ice rod and fires stasis projectiles from the staff that explode on impact. Enemies hit by this crystalline shrapnel are immediately frozen solid. <laughs> I'm just at this point, I just need to see how much we can break Orchid talking about the stasis staff. So <laughs> With its focus on freezing and shattering, the Shadebinder subclass promises to give Guardians yet another reason to love their floaty, floaty, book-loving warlocks. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chat yep. says yep. that the enemies hit by the crystalline shrapnel shatter yep. from shock alone. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so they go on to say that no class embodies the concept of freezing better than the warlock. Shadebinder, uh, because when they're imbued by stasis energy, the Shadebinder can summon the stasis staff that fires projectiles, which can freeze opponents immediately, rendering them immobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, again, kind of going back to the penumbral blast. Um, and then also <clears throat> the Winter's Wrath ability combined with the Shatter Shockwave aspect is another example of that concept. Um, so when you summon the staff, you can then fire projectiles that instantly freeze it. And then your second stage begins when the guardian raises the staff detonates its stasis crystal and sends a devastating shatter shockwave that disintegrates nearby frozen opponents just on the side note i'm a i'm just impressed that i got through that with a straight face because but enough about the ice rod let's talk about the I, I wouldn't have gotten through that yeah <laughs> chats, for you. chats 
convinced that it's anyways revenant so the revenant is the hunter the new hunter subclass and they are called out as being a worthy ally in any battle uh they're the kind of coined phrase here is summon the storm use it for cover lure enemies inside and then unleash devastation and i think tanya you you refer to this as the ice ninja and that is those those two little things that they summon they have a name uh those are those are basically commas is what i what i recognize them as um Again, kind of going back up there, the whereas the Shade Binder was established as the Ice Wizard, the Revenant was really kind of the iteration of the Ninja archetype. Um, the super ability here is they actually summon dual comma blades, which are referred to as Silence and Squall. Um, so. I guess, what is it? They they say channeling stasis shards towards them. Revenants form comma blades and use them to unleash a lethal two-prong attack. So you kind of have two options here. You have deadly edge, which is you hit one in the first... Upon impact, the first blade shatters and sends out a wave of stasis energy that freezes any, in, any enemies in the surrounding area. And then the second blade hits and creates a stasis storm which is a basically something that hones in on nearby enemies, slowing, damaging, and eventually freezing them. And then you follow up with the Withering Blade, which is the melee, and basically you chunk razor-sharp stasis shurikens into the fray that ricochet off multiple enemies and surfaces, slowing and damaging them in the process. Basically, you turn the battlefield into a meat grinder and... If anything's left, you have the uh, you have their your ice rod wielding ice wizard to clean up the mess after they. So hunters get silence and squall, while warlocks get a stasis staff. Mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like there there should be a specific name for it, just to make. I, I mean, I guess like having named weapons as opposed to a generic thing, um, but then. Then again, leave it to hunters to be like, these are two my blade, my two blades, yeah. silence and squall. I mean, that's and, that reminds me of Gellion, right? Gellion had all his knives with all the, uh, all his knives had names. Mm-hmm. I just love the idea all- of like, <laughs> hunters just like, I'm going to throw this piece of crystal into the middle of the fight. And oh, look, it's going to cause damage. It's wombo combo, but ice yeah. mode. I'm going to have to work on my ice puns well and it, it's realized. it's kind of intriguing too because it sounds like with the uh the the two like deadly edge and stasis storm you actually are throwing the commas so like you throw it and so like they say you know the first blade when thrown immediately detonates on impact freezing enemies within a radius or in a radius from the center of the blast and then if you throw the second blade it embeds itself into a surface or an enemy, and then detonates, creating a stasis storm that tracks nearby enemies, slowing and damages them as it makes contact. So basically, where the wizard is blowing stuff up, the the uh, revenant is slowing everything down. And yes, this also mentions your favorite your uh, your comment about the dodge aspect, which is the slow dodge aspect. Oh man, it. Uh, that uh, I, I was I was reading through the the notes earlier, and I, I saw that, and I'm like, oh man, 
Um, that'll that'll be a lot of fun with uh, trash mobs. Um, but it like d- depending on how it works in Crucible, it's gonna be uh, yeah, especially with um, with six coyote just do- and a high mobility stat, just like dodging all and freezing people all over the place. Um, looking forward to seeing the uh, clip reels of those, though. Um, probably going to be some cursing on the other ends, but mm-hmm. then again, that's crucible, oh, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then going completely away from the S theme, we have the behemoth. <laughs> the behemoth is the titan subclass. Um, Orchid, do you want to talk about about the behemoths? I would love to. <laughs> my My other subclass i would love to so the behemoth subclass for titans um they are high offense and high defense so they're they're both extremes they create solid stasis crystals to provide cover or platforms for which to leap during their super behemoths can jump higher faster and farther with unlimited melee energy and high damage mitigation so they're just real quick boys it's just yeet titans but icy I already have the super guys. No, but Orchid, why do I want it again? Because Orchid, you know the you have a stasis staff, but then right. in other cases you need to uh, you need to use your fist, <laughs> and that's what Titans do. They like to have the panic super. It's the icy Hulk. I, I you know mean, there, there, there's just like Sassy said. You just need to pound it sometimes. <laughs> glacial, glacial quake. Oh my god! Well, I'm going to talk about Titans because I, I love my Titans. So, glacial quake. Uh, <laughs> they compel stasis energy. My god, to attach their body. Darkness. I hate you so much. I am coming for you. <laughs> You can do this. You're halfway through. Can it end halfway through life that. later? Halfway through that paragraph. <laughs> halfway through that sentence. Oh my god. He has compelled Stasis energy to attach to their body, body covering themselves in the frozen darkness from forming a Stasis gauntlet on one hand, increasing their damage resistance in the process. And then they this use the says, shiver strike. This, this, these names are so dumb. The behemoth a stasis gauntlet and lunges forward with explosive speed. It sounds like another super we already have, guys. Smashing through anything in their way like another super we already have, guys. Upon reaching their target, they unleash a devastating jab that sends their foe careening backwards while slowing nearby enemies like a super we already have, guys. Except the slowing nearby enemies, we don't have that one. Usually they explode. This time they'll freeze, then explode. Yeah, now they slow down before craning backwards. So it's almost the same thing. Uh, Ground control. The behemoth slams their gauntlet into the ground, sending out tremors of powerful stasis energy that leave crystals in their wake and freeze all enemies in the vicinity. Hooray. Mm Yeah. Yeah. So the Titan Behemoth uses stasis as a means of both creation and destruction. So it's unlike the other two, which do not do that. 
I would argue that um, warlocks especially are very destructive boys and very much just like to they're the freezy boys. They just like mm-hmm. to freeze things. Yeah, I do like how they have the the stasis usage like it's it's got different flavors for each of the subclasses. You know, with the Titan actually does have kind of the combination of the area of effect that you see like the hunters really kind of doubling down on, but then the warlocks have the destructive concept and that that Titan is kind of actually in the middle, which is an interesting place for them to be because up until now really it's been titans have been the more aggressive warlocks have been kind of the more well they've tended to be the more conservative and the the hunters kind of fit the gap between the two so it's it's interesting i'm I'm going to be interested to see how this kind of changes changes the the playing field um i do also yes make a note that the super ability glacial quake acts similar to the existing fist of havoc it's like a super we already have, guys. Yeah, because they say covered in an armor of stasis crystal, the Titan temporarily becomes an unstoppable wrecking machine, able to jump higher, faster, and further, all while blasting enemies with greatly increased melee attacks. Because that's what Titans need. Greatly increased melee attacks. Of course it's a something Titans need, because <laughs> that's our one function. We punch things. The punching stuff. See, this is why, as a warlock, I need to be able to punch more things and then my life will be complete i mean i will become full fell winter if i can do that so (laughs) tell titans to get more creative (laughs) hunters like cutting people hunters like naming their weapons that's true (laughs) with the with the right uh hunter subclass hunters can punch like the the stab turns into Mm -hmm. a punch that's true I, but I mean, I do, I do like how you see the different takes of the same element in the same way that we have with the existing elements, you know, how each one has a different kind of take. I'm going to be curious if, do we know, are they doing different paths within these subclasses like they do with the others? You know, I don't know because they've been, they've talked about the supers, but they haven't been super specific about them except for what we know like Mm -hmm. what we have written down in these notes are what we know like what they had in that little vi doc that we did was what we yeah because that would be that would be where i see like an an opportunity for even really more kind of interesting twist of how like these different these different approaches to stasis take on different flavors even more well, we're going to have the artifact customizing, too. That's true. Like that the, is true, the, yeah. Uh, the, so they uh, are keeping that as a as something that they're just going to keep doing after... I mean, I liked that they did that this year, that they had the artifacts. Well, I mean, the artifacts that you can slot into your supers, those are supposed the to fragments significantly... and aspects. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Okay. That's what Viru's saying, too, I think is... I think that's okay. what the customization for the paths... Is gonna okay. be through those, which will be more open. I think is what they're saying, mm-hmm. which is interesting. I guess. I guess my my one kind of takeaway there though is like I kind of like the path concept because it was like a kind of a tie into how you trained, with, like how your character would get re- like introduced to those elements from a from a storytelling perspective. Yeah, I don't know. We'll find out in two weeks. 
one week. I could see it that you go to a specific uh, adventure or um, story mission or something, and at the end you're rewarded with this thing that you actually use to mm. affect. That your, would be your yeah. Subclass. That would be really cool. Is like that's how you unlock different aspects or different fragments. Well, because all of the things that we've seen, the fragments and aspects have like little bits of lore that go with them, and having us have of something specific that we get them from just would be amazing and i could totally see them doing that mm-hmm. you know like uh I, first of all i love that they've that they're including more into the fragments and aspects and kind of deepening the world that way and having it be like a thing that affects something um rather than what we've had typically thus far um, for the most part, have been little things that we pick up, like uh, uh, a spin foil hat or something that is something that's ultimately junk. Oh my gosh, I just realized, if we could get a spin foil hat that would affect our super somehow. <laughs> Orchid would Orchid would love the wizard hat to go with the stasis staff. If, it, if, can I also have a beard? <laughs> no, it's Destiny. No, yeah. one's a, no one's allowed to have beards. Beards when, guys? It'll be like a fragment or an aspect of something that you equip to to your super, but it doesn't like change the physical appearance of your character. Which changing, I I think that they're making the groundwork for it, and eventually we'll be able to change the appearance of our characters. Whether or not we'll have beards, um, I have no idea. I really want to see exo beards right this second, <laughs> but uh, I think there's a lot of potential lore-wise for the fragments and aspects. Just from what we've seen so far, uh, just add flavor text to all of that stuff, and it'll be just bring back, bring back the the reason to open all the items that we're about to dismantle. That was one of the best parts about D one was all the blue all the blue items having actually really interesting stories attached to them. Oh man, yeah the the old artifacts all had mm-hmm. um, little descriptions and whatnot, and one of them was even an Iron Lord hill, I think. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Well, I mean, I'm talking about like even before that, like the blue the blue armor from like original D one. You had like entire oh, yeah. sets. Yeah. You had these sets that actually told small stories. Um, I just like that type of concept was just it was really cool to kind of you know sit down and just like go through each of the items and and see the, like the the little snippets that they that they gave us. That was really one of the things that I did. I also picked up with the the aspects and the fragments was those those different things. You know, like the shatter dive and the frost pulse were two of the ones that were really cool. Mostly because the Frost Pulse was like the concept of taking one of those confluxes and trapping it inside of a, a stasis crystal was really interesting. Yes, Black Flag, the Seraph armor is still one of my favorite sets of armor. Yeah, some some good stuff. Um, at the start of D one or at the start of D two, rather the um, they they did the armor did have those bits of pieces that uh, told the story but um and also every almost everything had a lore tab 
um, especially uh, the exotics and some of the legendaries. And that has like, you'll see it from time to time, but it's kind of decreased and it seems like maybe they're bringing more of that back. And those are some of my favorite pieces of destiny. Those little stories that you you get in these pieces of armor that you collect. Um, And, and I really appreciate that they're going to have a whole lore section in the update where you can read all of the stuff in the game. I mean, Ishtar Collective is great for that too, but um, it, it'll bring more attention to it, you know, having it in the game, which people have been asking for for years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I expect that we'll see, it, at least from what they've shown us so far, it seems like there's going to be a lot more of that in the future and even these little things that we use to uh, modify our supers. Um, at our subclasses, and uh, I'm I'm really hide it, uh, happy and excited. I, st- I started to say both of the words at the same time. <laughs> hide it for that. It's acceptable. <laughs> Orky, you wanna you wanna start wrapping up? <laughs> yeah, I think we're we're pretty much done here. <laughs> we went through a lot of emotions in this. <laughs> episode so got to talk really about wanna stasis thank staffs. you tanya for being here with us tonight <laughs> thank you for having me I'll, if you if y'all ever want to geek out about lore stuff again like if you have a uh, spot open I'm, I'm well i'd be happy to come back this has been a lot of fun yeah. we'll have to have we'll have to have green on to make sure that we behave yeah <laughs> We really need like a child minder. <laughs> this happens every time she takes a break. It's like every time she who... takes a break and Blue and I are left on our own, like bad things happen. <laughs> We're like, did you know that we could pick puns and kind of anyways. Stay sustained. Anyways, shout outs. Shout outs. Dancing dancing is very excited for Beyond Illuminable. Um, oh yes. That is a very, very true statement i think man we're what 11 days yeah at the time of recording mm-hmm. <clears throat> all right well uh tanya what shout outs do you have for the advanced session um for the advanced session um uh i want to I give a, a shout out to uh destiny community artists um who have gotten uh to know more in their our, our ranks our ranks grow by the day. Um, I, I, I say R, although I'm, I'm, I'm relatively new to joining the Destiny artist community. And just, it just like Destiny community in general, just so many great people. Um, I have uh, met so many fantastic people through this, this video game. And uh, I'm, I'm just really grateful for it. Um, if uh, you all probably already know Lee Summerstone, um, the Watermelon Expo, uh, if you haven't read uh, his comics, then you should definitely check them out. Um, he, he's created a really great um, story for his EXO character. It's been really inspiring. Um, uh, Art Deck does amazing 3D sculptures. Um, Dr. Jones puts out some great March, uh indulgent human um i also want to give shout outs to uh i worked with a group of people that helped um put 
um, bring together artists for the GCX Online Artist Alley this year. Um, Australia Dragons, um, mm-hmm. she's amazing. Um, uh, Heather O Studios helped organize that, and uh, she's got like these really great um, Engram drink pins that you should check out. Um, Average Joe, who does um, Guardian, uh, Guardians Mental Health, which I might be uh, botching the name nope, of that's, the thing. Yep, that's right. They used to be the St. 14 Project, but then they moved to the Guardians Mental Health. He's been doing a lot of really amazing work with that. Um, a Resolute uh, is a fantastic, fantastic painter. Great guy. Um, check out his stuff. Um also, uh, TC Illustrates, uh, Nerd and Needle, um, uh, Pixelated Traveler has been a, uh, a really great, encouraging human being that I'm glad to know. Um, I'm probably forgetting some people here, and if I do, I apologize. Um, but it just, I'm glad that we could all meet each other through this game. A shout out to Bungie, too, for... Um, all of this hard work and bringing out a new expansion under the current circumstances that we have is nothing short of incredible, um, you know? Uh, so, uh, oh, um, real quick, Shackle Shotgun. Um, I honestly think that when we, Destiny Community was having a tough time that uh, her roundups helped bring, keep it together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's... Oh my god, Toki, stop it. <laughs> My <laughs> shout this out to cat. Toki. Shout out, shout, shout out, out to Toki. Toki. This cat has just been such a nightmare the entire night. Like he wants to be when on the I podcast. don't have my cam on, guys. Like he he's still doing this. You just can't see it. <laughs> it's like these gymnastics are just awful. Thank you again for coming. It's super great. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I <laughs> Toki MVP. Thanks, Nar. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Shout out to shout out to Toki for being the worst. <laughs> for being the worst. <laughs> That's my shout out. Uh, oh man. Um just Toki uh, wants freaking oh, no. cat churu. Uh, He's just I I see in the chat chat uh, a shout out to Stadia. Um I I, I want to second that shout out. Uh I'm one of the the ten people that got Stadia. Like Oh nice. And and uh Destiny is absolutely amazing on the platform, and I don't think that it's going to be around forever. If you go to the website Killed by Google, um, you'll see many other fantastic projects, but it just works. When it, when it works, it is amazing. I, uh, I don't miss not having a super gaming rig for that, um, and... Uh, I think think that uh, Bungie did a lot of their... Uh, well, Stadia is one of the things that let them um, continue development on that. Um, I think you can sign up and get a free like trial account thing. Uh, I, I would recommend at least checking it out with uh, cross-save. You can bring your characters there and everything. Um, I'm, I'm a Stadia stand. <laughs> That's interesting, yeah. 
I, I mean, again, thank you, Tanya, for taking taking time out of your day and, and jumping on with us and, and chatting with us. We really, really appreciate it. Um, I do know next week we are going to be taking a break from Destiny and we're going to be talking about, I think it's JoJo's Bizarre Ooh. Adventure. Which I know nothing about, which means that it should be really interesting. So that'll be. Oh boy, are you in for a treat? Yeah, I. The little bit I've seen of it, that is, that is an accurate summary of my thoughts. I'm I'm gonna gonna I'm gonna be interested. I know all the memes from it, but I don't know what any of them mean. (laughs) So you um, thought you were doing a podcast, but it was me. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. Everybody, Um, tell all your JoJo friends. <laughs> Orchid Great. is very excited. So yeah, uh, if I... you if you hear this, you know definitely. Um, I think that you will. Well, by the time you hear this, we'll have already recorded it, but we'll put it out on Twitter as always. But um, yeah, no. As always, with that being said, I just want to thank you for your time. And until next time, remember: with wisdom we conquer. Stand strong, stand tall, and keep exploring. With that, we'll begin to wrap the chat up. Thank you again to those over on Twitch for coming to spend your evening with us. If you'd like to join us for the live streaming of the episodes, please be sure to give us a follow over on twitch.tv slash focusedfirechat. Links to all our episode archives can be found at www.thelorenetwork.com. Please be sure to email us at focusfirechat at gmail.com with any comments and or questions for the team concerning the podcast, and let us know how we're doing by giving us some feedback and a rating over on iTunes as well. So until next time, focus your fire, and may your light shine bright. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.